Well, speaking of fucked up, honey. Yes. Thank you. I was like, she don't came up. Look mm-hmm. at her. Getting look mer- at God. Getting merch. <laughs> I don't know if that's God, but yeah, look at something, honey. Mm-hmm. He's not going to let me do anything. Let's get that right. Bitch, I see what you did there. You see what I did there? And I appreciate it. It's amazing. This remix will literally give you life. Okay, yeah, we're listening to Crazy the Mind. Gonna let these queens calm down. Because they Ooh, do need to calm down. They're doing the most. All right. What is happening? Mm. What is happening on the record right now? Say your girlfriend. I'm like, no, this is my good Judy. Bitch, what the fuck you mean? Right. Ladies with an attitude, fellas that are not in the mood, continue. (laughs) (laughs) Time for the Messy Hour, right here on Queer State of Mind on Radio Free Brooklyn. Yes, y'all. So we are actually going to play Miss Imani's track, Become First, and then we'll get back and we'll interview her before we let her nephew come in for the interview. So you're listening to Queer State of Mind live on Radio Free Brooklyn.
Yo. Oh. Uh, that was cute as fuck. Uh, oh, oh, my goodness. Thank it's you. all right, darling. No, no, no. All jokes aside, no, I, I am a musician at heart, and that was that was impressive. Thank yeah. you. I'm impressed. So I just, ha- yeah, I have to say I'm that, impressed. you know, Sadu is our, the, he, he's our, our critic of music. You know, Literally, well, you know, well I, versed. I will and, critic anybody. And, and well, like, I was going to say well seasoned, but I know she was going to take that a shade, but I said it anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> you said that you were going to say it. Yeah, you know what you did. I know what I did. Fine. Um, I but no, it. Her, her face, when she heard that track, was of like, Oh shit! Like wait a minute, this some shit. Cool. This real. Yeah. You know, the titty starts to flap it. Um, <laughs> you know what you gotta. Anytime. That's a hook right there. Yeah. Anytime. I uh, no, I really enjoyed it. That I think become this yeah. song's gonna become. Girl, thank you. Be careful. I'm about to say something scandalous. Yeah. Uh-oh. If you look on her Instagram story, you'll find it there. You make sure your track is not on Renaissance too. <laughs> well, and we'll have to play it like at an, at a later show. She even got some not extended mixes. There's like some five, six minute long tracks. You know how like mm-hmm. a long dance track yeah. is the, the maxi single. Yeah, is it? It's a yes. lot. Are you going to interview her since you know? Yes. Her? Yes. <laughs> yes. So. Oh, my goodness. Hi. Hi, girl. How are you, girl? I am so pleased to have with you all, Mr. Monty Van Zah. Yes. It is fabulous. <laughs> if y'all hear a crazy sound, that's my fan. That's what made yeah, me famous. No. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, Honestly so, no, no gunshots, I promise. When we were on Instagram like live earlier, somebody already was like, I want that fan. Are you so, saying? yeah. The, you you're going to buy them right now. Yeah, the fans yeah. are there. The Top fans five. are there. Whole merchandising Top five line out there. Guess. So far, I top I, five. I believe that in the seven years we've been doing this yeah. show, top five. Oh wow! So Thank the energy you. is good. Tell the girls because we didn't really get to hear much about you. Just been you kind of it's so natural. You just literally just fit in as one of one of the girls. <laughs> right. You just right. been sitting right. here in the mic like you know, like you've been a co-host all your life. So tell the girls <laughs> a little bit about yourself. Okay. You know what what do what is the inner what does the world need to know about Imani Van Top if they don't know? Uh, no, no problem. I love talking about. It. Okay, so I'll start again just for those who may have just been joining us. If you don't know who I am by now. I like to say, shame on you. If Why? You don't know <laughs> me or my name. You will never have <laughs> Okay, say no. My name. Stuff like that happens. My name is Imani Van Zapp, and I am the world's auntie. I started out saying that I was Instagram's auntie, YouTube, then we were social media, and just the, the way that the movement is starting to, I like to say it's a movement, the way that everything is beginning to just propel forward. Is this is bigger than me? It's not. It's not me. It's it's it is really you. the. It is me, but it's not me. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I don't mind mean. being in front of mm-hmm. it to say this is what it is, but spiritually, I, you think spiritually, it's not your spiritually, it's not let's hear her story. Me. Yeah, spiritually, it's not. It's not about me. It's about the world, and that yeah. the world needs to be a, become a better place. I think we have reached a place in time and history where everyone is ready to just throw on the towel and give up. Mm. I think that so many people on the planet feel vice gripped. And in so many ways, financially, emotionally, spiritually, I think mm-hmm, everybody is just mm-hmm. at a place where they're just like between a rock and a hard place. They don't yeah. know what to do. And the presence and energy of Imani Van Zepp, I think, was done to the earth to bring change. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And to let people know that you can you can rearrange all the pieces that were broken, turn it into a masterpiece and do things that you never thought that you could. Mm. So Imani Van Zepp is an energy, a person and here to just love 
instruct and help keep you laughing. Oh my gosh! Yeah, sidebar: and My friend from LA just said congratulations on having Imani Van Zapp on. Q- oh, oh. Are you yes. Oh, yeah. Oh someone just texted so me. Someone's when, listening when to tell who you are. Like, so you're known. I, wow. you Imani Van Zapp is, she is known, known. No, no. Yeah, so wow. this is in LA. <laughs> He's in LA wow. listening live right now. He just texted me to tell me that. So oh, thank you I so much. That I love, what, what's your friend's name? His name is Brad. Hi, Brad. How you doing? You call her Tricy, though. Tricy? Just a Tricy. Tricy. Like Tracy, but Tricy. Okay, not Tricy. How you doing, Tricy? Christ. He's going to be mad at me. Uh, Brad, I'm going to say Brad. So I don't know the We're going to say was your friend. Yeah, That's yeah, what we yeah, yeah. Hi, Brad. Thank you so much. He said, yep, love. So uh, as the world's, you know, the world's most popular auntie, mm-hmm. you, you give a lot of advice. You do a lot of social commentary. You talk a lot about what's going on in the world. But also you help the girls just kind of, mm. you know, live their full, true selves. Mm-hmm. And and like you were saying, I feel like we're all in this period mm-hmm. of just, I don't think we know how to get to the next Steps, a lot right? of people, I believe, the reason why people feel the way that they do now, everyone, after, when you're, this is why, how I do it. When you're a child, before the world starts throwing rules on you, mm-hmm. you know what you want to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You truly, you know exactly what you want to do. So true. And even if it shifts a little bit, you know pretty much what you wanted to mm-hmm. go after. But then the world comes in there and tells you who you can't be. And so then you follow that path because there's more money there. There's a spouse right. there. There's a house there. There's a car right. there. There's 401k there. The there's mortgage. retirement mm-hmm. there. There's mortgage. All this other stuff you're supposed to go after. And so then you get billions of people going after that. And then they find out that ain't even what I want. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's not that the world is falling apart. Everybody is, has had the reset button hit in their lives. Yeah. And when you're having the, the reset button hit, if you don't know what to do to start your engines again, you can feel displaced. Mm-hmm. If me and not just me, but other people that are like me, we're trying to provide light and joy, love and happiness to say, hey, the world's not as bad as you think that it is. No. It is what you make it. Right. The world, the government can do one thing, but you can do another. I know. That's right. right. I don't care I what, right. what you say. So yeah. I want to hear, you know, your signature line, the name of your song, Become. <laughs> I want to hear. The it's it's a mantra. It's a calling. It's like, yeah. it's a, it's a, it, you know, talking about the movement. It's like, yeah. the, it's the part of the movement. Talk about where that came from and why it's kind of. It's become your signature. So I always got to give homage to my nephew. For those who don't know, my nephew's name is Eric Dillard. E-R-I-K-D-I-L-L-A-R-D. Go follow him. He's a mess. Um, <laughs> being, being a content creator. Yes. Being a content creator for a good 15 years now. Yeah. Everyone that is out there in the social media space is trying to find their voice. You're trying to find the traction of what you want to do. It took many attempts, many experiments, many blown up beakers if you will in the in the in the science lab of creation to try to get to what we have today mm. and when this came forth it started on instagram yeah and the whole thing on instagram and youtube was fix your shit because everything was kind of like a parody mm-hmm. you know of, of, mm-hmm. a, of another famous public figure yeah. and yeah. so um with that it started out just like really um biting but funny so it's kind of like, you know, how I think that a lot of people are out there. I, like, I think a lot of people are trying to lead with shock. There's nothing wrong with leading with shock, but have some substance in there. Mm-hmm. What type of life are you leaving after you've done gut busting, laughing and falling all over the ground? You still got bills. Right. You still right. arguing with your boyfriend. And, you right. know what I'm saying? And right. life is still not going right. So what do you really want Trust. out of this life, out of this laughter? And so it started with Fix Your Shit on Instagram. I did reality TV for a while as, as a commentating voice. What reality shows did you do? I, uh, there's a show I did, Chasing Atlanta. Uh, chasing, uh, yes. chasing reality. Yes. That mm-hmm. had several franchises chasing Atlanta, chasing Dallas, chasing LA. I think. Mm-hmm. Oh, you, you think that. You think that. And I learned a lot in that 
um, field. I love all of them. You know, I know a lot of people because it's, it's because reality TV is messy. A lot of people want to put strife between yeah, yeah. Me and the company. Mm-hmm. There is no strife there. I love them. They're doing very well. They just released their last season of Atlanta, which did great. Now they're going into LA, so it was wonderful. But one thing I did notice when I was in there was how how everyone had a need to be attracted to drama and they couldn't get out of it. That mm-hmm. you know what I mean. And it's just and just mm. because it's such good entertainment. You see people that otherwise want to be living abundant lives, but you can't live an abundant life because we need ratings. So we need you to slap this person. We need you yeah. to argue with this person. Yeah. We need you wow. to talk, you know, mess about this person in the confessional. That's a shame. So, and that's, and that's it's shame. not just in indie reality TV. It's on, you know, I'm sorry, on Bravo, all the other stations. Everyone is yeah. making money off of being dysfunctional. Yeah. And so yeah. after I saw so much of that, I can only do so much of it. When yeah. I first went in there, they loved me. But they love me until they hated me. Like they say, people oh, love you to tell, people love you to tell the truth until you. you tell them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people love you to tell the truth and get everybody together until you get on one of their favorites. And everything was fine until we got to one of the seasons. I, I won't say no names. Chasing Atlanta, and I had to read a favorite, mm-hmm. and I knew what it was going to bring. I think I actually mm-hmm. watched that. Don't clip say what somewhere. it is. I'm not going to say what it is, but I'm going to say this much, honey. I'm going to say this, girl. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to need to meet your nephew sometime. Yes. Well, we're <laughs> actually. Uh-huh. I knew that was going to happen. Nephew's but a whole. You need to bring him back. We're going to talk to nephew. I am a lesbian, honey. Lesbian. <laughs> I, I, I knew it. Yeah. But Sometimes you, you can so, stop it. Yeah. So, the, so, so I'll just, I'll just get to yes. answer your question. So basically, after I saw that, it was kind of like the reality TV show world kind of backfired. Right. So I just, instead of getting all into it and arguing with everybody online, I said, well, I know when to bow gracefully. So I did. Mm. And begrudgingly went to TikTok. Went to TikTok. Everybody was telling me to do it. I didn't want to do it because I heard it was for crazy people and kids. Mm. Ended up getting on TikTok with an attitude. I didn't want to do nothing on there. But they had this feature called duets. Yeah. And I've always loved working with people, getting to know people, mm-hmm. you know, like we're doing sitting here today. Mm-hmm. And so I started doing these duets and they literally took off. Mm-hmm. People started doing makeup. I had a $10 fan I got from Amazon and I was watching people. I was just trying to keep myself from being hot. Right. And one day they just looked like they were becoming something. I was like, oh, become. And one person said, if you ever sell a, um, anything that says become on it, I'll buy it. Mm-hmm. And that turned into, <laughs> literally turned into a merchandising wow. company that, yeah. wow. that has survived me almost so two you years. See, so. You seized an opportunity. Yeah. You also seized, and you not you seized, utilized your talent. Yeah. And said, "This is what I'm going to do." Yeah. And Ain't like that, that I is, just, like, and I believe that's, like, I think that that is the American. I don't think it's, thank but you yes, so much. It, it is the yeah. you're saying the American dream. The American it dream is. is seizing talent, yeah, self talent, and also taking advantage of the fact that, hey, I have this talent that I can mass like people will people will appreciate and that is the part like i think that they and sell not, us and not that you wanted to do it that way yeah but like they i think it, they, they sell us they sell us a version of it mm. so it's like it's said to be the pursuit of happiness but that just means you're a hamster running in a wheel right yeah. right yeah. Dude, who wants to live a life doing that i think it's better i think it's make your own happiness yeah exactly. i don't want to pursue yes. nothing that's not meant for me Ch- i want to make what's mine so you can't take it from me that's oh, right yes that that's what right. this whole thing is about if I can get everybody to get back to how happy they were as children to start making that joy again, we save the planet. So, so there it, we go. Is there any um, uh, so before you before you ask that question because I know what you're going to ask. Like, hold oh, that question because uh, okay. I know the Don't audience forget, wants forget. to hear from nephew. <laughs> oh, nephew, yes. Oh, the audience wants to hear from nephew. So we're gonna play that. Uh, we're gonna play that throwback track from Olivia Newton John. 
Oh, yeah. And then we're going to play an yeah. interview I did with Nephew earlier in the Ooh. week. Honey, I cannot wait to meet Nephew. Yes, Amen. yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then we'll come back with Auntie here on First State of Mind in just a moment. Yes, right. honey. Lesbianism and all. I'm sorry. That was, oh. <laughs> that was meant to be off air. Oh, oh God. <laughs> the sequence of events is off. And you know what? Because it happened what? Suddenly. And suddenly. I presented suddenly by Living Newton John. Oh, there we go. There we go.
Yes, honey. We had an interview with, uh, with nephew coming up, but that was Oliva and John and Clifford Richards doing suddenly about beauty. You guys like, never heard that song? Oh yes. Oh my so. god! I felt like I was like back. What's that swim when you do? It was the backslide or a uh, backstroke? Backstroke. Yeah, that was a backstroke. That's the thing about Olivia. That's how she got her money because she was doing tunes like this. And, and you just literally be driving at like one o'clock in the morning oh and you put in the soft rock and they come on. You'd be like, wait a minute now. Mm. It's got a little groove to it. Listen, <laughs> I had a groove you know? and beauty. Yes, that's the thing. So we're going to play our interview with Nephew right now. Oh boy. So you guys can hear what <laughs> Eric is saying. So <laughs> oh boy. You're listening to I'll, I'll listen and monitor. <laughs> queer State of Mind Live on Radio Free You're Brooklyn. Listening to Queer State of Mind on Radio Free Brooklyn. We are very happy to be joined by content creator extraordinaire, Eric Dillard. Hi. Now, Eric and I actually share some roots. We're both from the Midwest, like most of the girls on the show, but we're both from Columbus, Ohio, and we went to the same high school. You went to Fort Hayes, right? Yes! We went to Fort Hayes! No, I saved that. Oh, you saved that. Oh, I dare you. Yes. That was, that was a wonderful surprise. Yeah, Fort Hayes, man. So, wow. knowing that you went to Fort Hayes, and for those of y'all don't know, Fort Hayes is the arts preparatory high school in it Columbus. It is the fame of Columbus. Fame. It is the fame. The it is fame the fame. Of Columbus. Debbie yes. Allen was, was Miss, um, I don't know who you had, Miss White or mm-hmm. Miss Conway. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh my gosh. Connor, so, Connor. Miss Connor. Connor. Yes, Miss yeah. Connor. We had so Miss Suhe was the one that came. She was Suhei later. Was, yes. Yeah. Oh, yes, mm-hmm. Suhe too. Oh my gosh. Oh, so, wow. it was really a place where kids who love the arts, queer yeah. kids specifically, like it was yeah. a haven. It was a haven. It was so yeah. unlike any other high school. So, I kind of know where a little bit of this came from. But... So now, now you like my blood. Yeah. <laughs> tell me, tell me what about those origins about, you know, early Eric and, and, and kind of coming into being well, a creator. You Well, for my, my generation, I don't, I'm not, how, may I ask how old you are? I'm 39. Okay. That's, oh wait, 30, yes, you're right in there with me. Cause I'm 43. So you're, you're in that span. You know how it is coming from Columbus, Ohio and it was, um, I love my hometown. You know, if I say anything about my roots, it sounds kind of like a dark, it's not dark. It's just, we all we all are planted and you have to grow wherever you are. And so being from Columbus, Ohio, it was, it was progressive enough to where I was pushed to get into the arts and my parents mm-hmm. were about me going to, you know, performing arts high school, they supported that part. But there were still those conservative parts where I couldn't really be myself and was made fun of of it a lot of times. And so, like, you know, Ori just said, with uh, Fort Hayes, it was a haven for many of us, all of us weird queer kids that needed a place to not get picked on, you know, and and being bused to other schools across town. They lots of the students didn't come from open minded families. Yeah. So that conservatism turned into bullying. That's how all that starts. So, you know, coming from Columbus, I know there were some restrictions that were there, some limitations, but I'm happy to say that I blossomed and had to be replanted and replanted. And now I'm flourishing. And I still love Columbus. No, I think, you know, I just we I just moved back to New York from Columbus. And I Uh, there's always a special place. For yeah, I know that me, where I am now, it's not the place for me, but mm. that's it is the place for many people. And I want for people to feel just as free and just yeah. as happy and expressive to be who they are in Columbus. Mm. We shouldn't have to go to New York or go to Atlanta or wherever. You know, we should be able to, to do that wherever we're at. It's not yeah. the reality, though. It's not the reality. Right. Though. 
Um, tell the me world is, about. I think cyber, the world is changing, which is good for us because of what you're doing now. Exactly. Yeah, you know? we we no, wouldn't sorry. be here if the world hadn't changed. You know, now we got to keep right. on, keep that change moving, keep that change keep moving. Keep going, keep going, keep going. You know, I want to dig into kind of being queer, being a queer black man mm -hmm. in the Midwest because you touched on it, right? Mm -hmm. Columbus was a place that you know we had pride parades for years. There was yeah. acceptance, there was tolerance, but. It wasn't always for everyone, right? There you go. Yeah, it wasn't. And it, it was, it uh, to piggyback off of that um, beginning there, we were aware of it, but many of us couldn't participate in it. Mm -hmm. And not just because maybe the um, events themselves weren't really catering to us, but we knew the price that we would have to pay to even want that type of acceptance or celebration. And so um, for myself, I can't say for you know anybody else, but I say for myself, as best as I could, I tried to shield the truth in a way to where, if you know, fine, but you can't ever prove that I said or did anything. So it was mm -hmm. like this, this translucent closet. I think many of yeah. us learned how to kind of hide our secrets and we're okay. I, I see it's a coat. I just can't tell what coat it is, but I know there's a coat in there. That's kind of how it was with growing up queer in um in Columbus, Ohio. And luckily, like I said, my family we knew what what the church was telling us the bible said and how to be but i believe it's especially my dad i think he knew he had a special kid and he was like he to the best of his ability he upheld what society said but still was like go do your thing do your thing and that having him blow that wind underneath my wings like that especially my dad i think that that's what made me confident to be able to stand and do what i do today my mom too, but just my yeah. dad had a way of being like, do you, I know, I know, I know, okay, you gay, just go, just go, just yeah. whatever you do, be good. <laughs> so, you know, I think that's really powerful, right? I, I, and I also think that black dads don't get enough credit when they do support their children. Now I know for me, like it was a road for, you know, my dad's gone now, but it was a road for us to get to acceptance, but we got there and we got yeah. to full transparency, full acceptance, full love. And, and the love was never not there, but you know, yeah. as a, as a black man of a certain era, mm -hmm. you know, my dad was 67 when he passed away. So he was mm -hmm. of a certain era. Mm -hmm. um, it yeah. was a different, it was a different road and they were looking out for our survival. For our survival. And they knew what that looked like. They knew what it looked like for us to be black and they also knew what it looked like for us to be black and gay and they knew that difficulty yeah you know and i always like to say that we we are all experiencing this earth differently there's a, a term that you know i learned on TikTok. I, TikTok just made me a, a, a philosopher now but um uh sonder where everyone's life is as complicated as your own nobody got it but there are people that were born with privilege yes we understand all that and that's a whole different type of talk but all of us have an equal amount of struggle to try to push through this thing. And we only see the world and are experiencing, experiencing it through our lenses and other people are as well. So when our parents are doing what they're doing as heterosexual people trying to protect something that they can't explain and that they don't understand and that society is telling them this is wrong, you, you can only do so much. And so I try to encourage people to forgive your parents it doesn't excuse their behavior, but it explains for anybody that didn't have the support that you and I were fortunate enough to have. Um, people work with the best tools that they have. 
Some people don't do a good job at all. They could build a horrible house, but it's a house, you know, yeah. we have to, we have to like allow room for our parents to also grow as human beings as we are and know that they didn't get it right. And we ain't going to get it right either all the time. So mm, that's, that's therapy speaking. That's therapy speaking. <laughs> <laughs> I've had to process a lot of stuff. Uh, yes. A lot of stuff. No. A lot of childhood stuff I had to like sift through and understand my makeup and why I do what I do. No, I think that's important. I think it's having done that work because mm -hmm. you had to navigate all these experiences. Yeah. Is why you've gotten to where you are and I why you're able that. to do it. <laughs> so yeah. we're going to talk more with you and we're going to dig into Imani Van Zapp. That crazy lady that all y'all like. She that crazy lady. Auntie crazy Imani. old bat that gets on my nerves. <laughs> yes. Oh, I bet. I bet. I want to get oh, I'm ready to. I'm ready to do some dirt on that one. Yes. Go ahead. Go yes. We're going to go to break. We're going to actually check back into the studio with Miss Imani. Right. We're going to be back there. And then we'll join you back later here on Queer okay. State of Mind. It's been great to talk to you, Eric. We'll be back more to learn more about you and this Hi, content creating friend. process and work with Miss Imani. Uh, make sure you stay tuned here on Queer State of Mind. We're live. And make sure that you follow us on Facebook. We're at Queer State of Mind and on Twitter and Instagram on QSOMNYC. You can also get our podcast at QSOM.NYC or on all your favorite podcast platforms. We'll right smooth. back. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was an amazing interview, honey. I love my nephew, honey. I'm glad you survived it. He talks a lot and runs his mouth. Let me tell you a secret. <laughs> You don't know what you just did for me today. What? What I do? I'm going to tell you something. What I do? So there's been something I've been trying to eat. Oh. Just, just go with me here. Okay, okay. okay. I trust you. All right. And <laughs> now that it's probably now that we talked to nephew, now you talking about what you want to eat? Wait, I hold on. Wait, I, yeah, I don't wait, trust. Hold on. Wait, I don't know about this. Go ahead. <laughs> it's all right. Though. Oh no, I'm gonna eat nephew. Is that <laughs> Girl, I'll I'm let him know. I'm <laughs> yes, auntie, let him know. I'll let him know. <laughs> I figure we're around the same age, 35. Yeah, guy. Uh, he's a little bit older. <laughs> yeah. He's, oh, wait, no, I, I see what you're doing. Sorry. Uh, uh, get, yeah, he's, uh, he's 25, yes. But anyway, there's a, uh, <laughs> there's somebody who does reality to that might be, oh, my God, you had that person on your show, I did. Uh-huh, <laughs> <laughs> see? Yes! I know, I'm good at what I do. Oh. Uh, well, maybe not that good because oh. I would have had it already. But anyway. Right. <laughs> oh, I can't. That I, part. I, I can't. I can, but I... Part. I don't know if I or you know what Justin talking about, just right? tested me and said lesbianism. <laughs> <laughs> Who said that? Blakey? Blakey. Blakey. Yeah. Shout Could... out to Justin Blakey, one yeah. of the original she people on it. the show. She called one it. of the OGs. <laughs> one of the OGs. Yeah. And you, you have good fans on the show today, wow. honey. Wow. She doesn't know who the hell you are because you're on reality TV because she don't watch reality, girl. But my, she Thank loves you anyway. What's her name? Justin. Just, Justin, I'm sorry. Yeah, shout Justin. out. Yeah. Hi, Justin. How are you? Thank you for listening. She's not great, but she's fine. Uh, oh. <laughs> I hate Justin you is so amazing. Much. Stop it. I'm going to. Justin and Brad. <laughs> no. Miss Blakey and I actually double shout out to Miss Blakey because Miss yes, Blakey yes. is the one that connected me with the event I was talking about earlier. She so is actually. We had, and we had a great time. That is then we one got of my, to go to West Forth. One of the uh, best people you will ever meet yes. in your life. Mm -hmm. um, that is That's my That is my sister. She is the most judgmental, but bitch, I could be in a ditch girl and I bet you come get me. Now she would read she me about two years ago. Judge are, me yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah. Oh, and be like, yeah. girl, but. But wouldn't we all? 
I wouldn't. Well, I'm African. I'm naturally judgmental. Girl, I was about to say, you just let that lie fall out of your I did, mouth. So I, did. I did. I did. I did. It did. It just fell so quickly. But you know what? We're going to go to our music break right now. Then yeah. we'll come back and probably talk more with Nephew. Uh, maybe. We'll see what uh, yeah, Barbara we'll, Walter says. Yeah, we'll see. We have to look uh, at time. But Marquis, he's not here. He had picked three Ratchet songs. You know, she listened there. We're going to have to cut one of music, songs, honey. too. Don't tell her. We're going to cut, cut the homemade song. Oh, yeah, that. yeah, that one, that one's But cut. I think that's the one you want to hear. You know, it's oh. emotional. It's about a woman who doesn't oh. have a man by her side. Oh. And I really do like French Montana. I just, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, all of us? <laughs> <laughs> you did that. Oh, no, we'll figure you it out. You did that. <laughs> that was all we like to call ricochet. Right. A boomerang shit. When you threw it at somebody and the shit come right back. And okay. like, oh, <laughs> You're like, oh. Right. I'm in that situation yes. also. Oh, oh boy. Cut. Yeah, that happens. So, anyway, sometimes. you're listening to Chris and Mind live here on Radio Free Brooklyn. Woo! Oh, man. <laughs> Anything goes when I'm trying to get close to you, to you. 
but I really want him His swagger got me falling like a leaf in autumn And I don't give a damn about his baby mama He always on my mind, I think I'm about to call him It might not last forever, but it's speed the healing This ain't the same with him, I get a better feeling Don't care about what they say, it ain't nobody business I said I wouldn't fall, I guess you got me slipping I'm trying to get close to you Yeah I'm trying to get close to you dig into the process. Now, you're a content creator and this entity. <laughs> tell us tell us really, you know, what uh, it's hard to say how this came about, but what was the first inclination that, you know, Amani was something? Oh jeez, I don't even know where I begin with this. Let me see. First of all, let me say this. I've been doing, you may have to do the math for me. Content creation since 2008. So from 2008 to where we 14 at now? 14 years. Yeah, I, I mm-hmm. yeah. so 
I've been doing conservation for a long time. And I would say, so a good, yeah, you're right. So it took me 10 years of it to get to Imani. So a lot of people that just, even before I even go into that and all that she does, um, it took me 10 years of trying things. I, you know, by trading a vocal coach and, and traveled and stayed in Japan for, you know, many years. And that turned into my own vocal training business in Atlanta. And then from there, I was making videos. And, and, and you, we always want our voice to be heard in the social media world. So I want to start off by saying, don't give up on what you're doing. It took me 10 years. I'm not going to say it's going to take you 10 years or the next person 10 years, but it took me 10 years to get to Imani. And when I got to her, I had been through so much pain with just the entertainment industry and people trying to silence my voice and take things away from me that literally one day I was like, and a whole bunch of like shootings that happened that year. It was really crazy. Just, you know, that's when social media was starting to catch up with showing us exactly what police were doing and you know, all that. And I was so angry. I snatched up this wig because I was doing drag. I've been doing drag for about two or three years before snatched up this wig and chopped half of it off. And I was like, cause I, I used to watch Yana Van Zandt a lot. And I was like, I got something to say. And I snatched that wig up and chopped that it off and threw it on my head. And I got the first video out there on Instagram and just started talking and just started just saying what was in my heart. And I remember um, um, my ex-husband, but still my best friend, his name is Tony. And I, I um, showed him the video and I was like, what you think about this? He was like, oh, you need to put that online. I'll never forget him saying that. And I, and even at the time I was a little bit afraid because it wasn't all of the other pristine stuff I was used to yeah. doing and it was really raw and I just threw it out there. And when I tell you that thing caught on next thing I knew Coco from SWB, she likes it. And then my other friend, uh, Jay Harrison does Broadway. He, people that were industry people were like, no, run with this. And I was like, oh, so she started off as like maybe a woman in her seventies. And over the course of four years, she dropped about 30 or 40 decades. <laughs> and just, I don't know how that happened. And now she's a musical. Look at artist. God. She does, she's a, a glam girl and she's still auntie. But I believe that she is the auntie that we all either know or desire to have, where they give you enough wisdom to keep you in line and say, hey, baby, I know I wouldn't do that. But by the same token, but if you want to go get some martinis, I'm down, you know? And so that this, this dichotomy of fun and fundamental, I was able to take all in fury and every effort you can think of. And I pushed it into this one energy. And over time, it, it, it healed me. And now she's healing hundreds of thousands of people. Wow. And it's just, and I'm, I'm just being myself, really. I just put a wig on now. <laughs> I'm myself. I don't really call her a drag, and I don't mean that any in any way yeah. respectfully, because I respect the drag world and the guru I've been putting out. Shout outs! I want to be a guest judge. We need to put money on there. But I really believe she's an energy. She's an energy that God gave me, and I believe that the way that in the condition of the world right now. I believe she is one of the people that is going to be a catalyst of joy and peace and healing that we desperately need, or we're going to lose this whole planet. 
I believe she has been sent to touch the world. So, but she gets on my damn nerves. Well, we so thankful for that gift. And I bet, you know, just like our aunties do get on our nerves. They try it sometimes. They try it and she tries it. And I think she tries it all the time with me. All the time. Watching the the videos, the reaction videos, like the looks, the faces, it's just, it is such an energy, such a vibe. And I think, you know, what does it feel like to really be able to embody this persona and have it reach so far. You know, we were told when we were young that things like this just weren't going to work, right? We couldn't, you know, and when people, you know, you had to live in this certain way. If you wanted to make it in the entertainment industry, you had to be this very straight-laced person, you know, but you said you took on that wig, you put it on and took off. Talk about that liberation. I will say this, the, the best way I can answer it is, what does it feel like? I feel like I'm six years old. I believe that the real us, the real who we really truly are is single digit ages. And I don't mean in terms of maturity of understanding life, we still need to know how to navigate life, pay bills, navigate relationships, you know, let's 401k, I'm being adult about things, but your spirit, doesn't have to be 50, 60, 70 years old. You can have that wisdom, but your spirit should be five. It should be of a child. You should feel no fear. And I believe that if, if, if I can get as many people to take the journey that I did, it's going to be hard. I had to go through a grueling journey of unlearning things to get back to my six-year-old self. And, and I, I thought about this when I was six, man. I thought about a beautiful, I, I, I would act out stuff in my room and pretend that I had hair. I didn't know what it was for at six. I didn't know why I was doing it. I just kept perfecting this energy. And I've been, I've, if I had to track it back, I've been perfecting this energy since if I'm, if I'm four, I'm 43, six, do math. What is it? 27? No, let lies. 37? 37. Yeah. There you go. Okay. For almost 37, at least 30 years, I've been perfecting this energy. That's amazing. And, and I now, think about that. Yeah. And it's, so it's, it's, it's been a long road. And even while I'm very close now, I believe, to something really big and ready to happen. But I'm the one in the hamster wheel doing all this. So yeah. I felt 30 years of trying to figure myself out and become free inside of me to be able to, to hopefully tell somebody else or show somebody else. It may not be the same way that I do it, but you got something. Yeah. You've got something that you thought about when you were five. That is what you're going to be most happy at. Not working at Microsoft, not working at Apple, not trying to shade no companies, but the joy you have is whatever you really wanted to do when you were a kid. Yeah. Go back to that. You solved you saw the game. Yeah, that's so, it's profound, really. Because when we think about when we were six, if, you know, if we were lucky, we, we didn't have hindrances of life. We didn't have yeah. those things. You know, some some kids did, unfortunately. But, yeah. you know, it was, you know, our youth was really our most free time. And then as you get older, you get the restrictions, you get the requirements, the barriers, the rules, all that stuff. The and beginning then of, of starting to filter us into a machine. Yeah. And that machine is, you know, not again, not saying that you don't want people to be responsible. We want to live, but even the way the world is set up, because it's set up a certain way, you have to get ready to go into some sort of grid work. And mm -hmm. most people got pushed into a grid work they didn't want to be in, went to schools they didn't want to go to, work jobs they didn't want to go to, um, marry people that they didn't want to. Mm. 
you know, and, and if you find yourself into enough, we weren't allowed to be sexually fluid and just so many things. And once you can break yourself out of that system, baby, bliss. Well, I hope this interview helps everybody find their Imani because everybody has an inner Imani. That, everybody has an inner Imani. And I'm just I think showing that... you what's inside of you. I think that's why so many people relate to her. Mm-hmm. It's not, they think that it's her. I, Tracy Ellis Ross said it best. When people are around me, I don't want them to be so excited about me. I want them to be excited about how they feel when they are with me. Mm-hmm. Because I am them. I'm, we're the same person. And she's Imani's touched so many people on that soul spirit level that they're like, oh, this is what it feels like to really laugh? Oh, okay. This is what oh. it feels like to really, really lust after someone? Oh, okay. Oh. And it's fine. That freedom, that freedom. Yeah. It has been so great to talk to you, but if we don't hey, get don't back to Imani, she going to cut us. No, we she going to cut us. I'm not trying to get cut. I don't want you to get cut. So we're going to get on back into the studio with girls. It's been All great right. talking to you, Eric. How Thank can you. people keep in contact with you? What's your information? So if you want to get in contact with little old me, I'm Eric Dillard, E-R-I-K-D-I-L-L-A-R-D. And that's my tag on, on social media. Eric underscore Dillard if you're on TikTok. Everything else on online is imanibanzap.com. And she has products, you know, she sells things. I don't know when this will air, but she has seven yes. bags left. Ooh. She has mugs and coasters, and I've turned her into a whole merchandising company. So um, Imani Van Zap on everything else. That piece is a great piece that I want to dig into another time when we have more time. Thank you so I'm, much, I'm Eric. About, I'm sorry. I'm no, 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 no. You did not talk too much at all. We'll okay. be right back in just a few moments. We'll play a little track and then we'll be back in the studio on Clear State of Mind. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. I don't need tools and I don't need a process. I just need a feeling. I don't need pools of money or the success I just need the feeling when I write down the words found way deep in my head They make sounds, they stay around, they play around And they talking nice over bass sounds they, They're the colors inside my head My mind, my head And we can turn back the clock Making moves that I thought I wanted back at 21, 22, 23, 24 Never wrong, thought I was never wrong And better off, just wanted less But I knew, all of me, wanted more, yeah I never knew my chances on the way up See the let the kids stay And we ain't with the grown-ups now Never knew my chances on the way up. See the let the kids do. We was at the kids do. I'll trust no rust with the pen. No, we do not play pretend. No, hide and seek that depends. No ifs, just when. No, throwing cash into the wind. No, yeah, we gon' win. We gon' win. We gon' win. Always drew outside the lines. Guess I wanted me a bigger picture. And my cloud is at the nines When they look to be, pull the trigger I don't seem to mind, no When you come to mind Or that we chasing from behind I know, can't go slow, no Can't complain, no We could turn back the clock Making moves that I thought I wanted back at 21, 22, 23, 24 
Amazing. Fantasia. No. No. Uh, <laughs> no. Imani Van Zant. Thank you. Van Zant. So, so Van Zant. Yeah. With the P. P. So I apologize it's, for that. No, don't apologize. No, I like, thank you for coming. Thank, thank you, you for, for being with us here. these past hours. Yes. I, one question is, mm-hmm. what gives you confidence? Good question. Mm. Oh, we're gonna get deep. You only. We. Now, when I say you, I mean we. Every one of us. We have to stop trying to narrate the other stories that people have about us in their minds. Mm-hmm. Hey, Amen. And confidence comes from trying to tell your story about me trying to decide what story you have for me. Yeah. So I'm I'm denying myself the greatness that I have because I'm worried about how you may have looked at me or how you may you know what I'm saying like we yeah. you don't know what's in other people's minds we'll never know that right the only thing that you can do we can do is celebrate what we do know mm. I know myself mm. so you we have the right to walk down the street you can romanticize every part of your life mm-hmm. I I know it sounds funny when I walk down the street if a car beeps a horn I, I think they're beeping at me because I'm beautiful. <laughs> I do or handsome right. or you know hey, whatever who, whoever's walking out that day you know it'd be it'd be auntie or nephew. You're allowed to feel like the main character of your story because you are. Right. There's a term um, called Sonder where mm-hmm. you, I'm sure you know, everybody, you're, we're all aware that your life is as difficult as mine. Mm-hmm. My life is as difficult as yours. We're all living the same. We're all the human, we're all the same human being living different lives. Right. But every life has the same amount of difficulty in it. Right. So for your story, you deserve the right to imagine applause everywhere that you go that's because right. you're doing the best that you can and as long as you know you're doing that that's confidence that's right that's right i hope i hope everyone heard that <laughs> i hope everyone like took oh. there were so many nuggets of inspiration but right. also just like self inspiration like everyone's gone through a hard time we've yeah. been through two years of a pandemic mm-hmm. now we have a new what monkey pox the yeah. new thing so like it's it's a challenging time, so people do need to hear mm-hmm. men, women, whoever we are, mm-hmm. hearing that type of encouragement. Mm-hmm. And so, when you think about like things that have encouraged you, and you shared that, how have you navigated your joyous times? What makes you happy? Because obviously, in the midst of this, <laughs> in the midst mm-hmm. of this experience of challenging times, mm-hmm. you've had fun. You've had mm-hmm. a chance to just say. Okay, I'm going to, I don't know, for me, it's walking in the park or jogging. Yeah. For you, how do you spend your free time? Um, I spend it 
first of all, realizing that there is no way to happiness. Happiness is the way. Mm-hmm. And while a lot of people may be um, happy and, and celebrating what they see now mm-hmm. and who they're experiencing now in Imani, there were a lot of days where it wasn't like this. Mm-hmm. There were a lot of days mm-hmm. when, you know what I mean? There were a lot of days when nobody wanted me on their show. Right. I was, I was begging people that, you know, I have something to say. And, and, the, and you get an email back, you know, several months later. Oh, sorry, we got something already. Um, one of the hardest things that happened, I got selected at, at this particular time to be a guest <laughs> on an um, Emmy Award winning show. Mm-hmm. And the day that it was airing, I found out that my clip wasn't in it. And it mm-hmm. just crushed me. And so it's not so much about trying to go after the free time to escape anything. You have to enjoy yourself all the time. Right. Right. If you're sick, if you're broke, if you're brokenhearted, if you're whatever the case may be, you may not like what's going on. But when we understand that even in those moments, that is a, summit, a summation of what we, what, like Oprah said, what we are where we are in life because of what we believe to be true for ourselves. Mm, mm. So if you're living a life where you don't like it, mm-hmm. I know it's, it's a hard pill to swallow, but you chose that life. Right. So right. until you decide you want to get out of it, until you decide you want to get out of the bad marriage or out of the bad job or out of the bad city, that is what it is. And you are going to be looking for vacations. Right. You are going to be right. looking for free time to escape it. Mm-hmm. So now because my whole life is lived with, I think it's just a sense of love. Every day is happy. That's right. It is. And even when it's not, it is. It is. Because it's my life. Mm. <laughs> so the value, yeah. you're saying, is like, it, it, it goes beyond yeah. like a cash payment. It goes beyond. It's, it's oh, like, God. my value is on. Yeah. My happiness. Yeah. My joy. You it mean it should mean everything to you. We should protect our happiness at all costs. Mm-hmm. If you're if you, we are dealing with anybody that you know how it is. You know, you're talking to somebody and they and, and you feel something. Right. But because society teaches us to be nice, mm-hmm. a lot of us ignore that inner voice. Yes. Because it's always attached to something I need to do, some transaction, you know, capitalism, right, all right. that kind of stuff. But when you become honest and say, I don't want to work here. Right. I don't like you. You get on my nerves. Your sex is bad. Whatever right. it is. What, whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> whatever, you know, whatever. Auntie is when, saying. I'm just saying, when, whenever we go out to the club, I always got to pay. Whatever, whatever it is that you're feeling odd about, mm-hmm. if you don't, we don't address that, eventually you'll be irritated have anxiety, then that drives into depression. Next thing right. you know, you're giving up on everything. It's, it's, it ends up being a, a, a landslide of, it does. Of, of sorts. As soon as and we see it, we got to say something. Let me say this real right. quickly. Yeah. We have to go and I'll okay. we're, we're going to continue this conversation in private more, but thank you. Thank you for yes, having yes. me. Yes. Th- first, thank you very much for having yeah. sitting with us. I appreciate this it. Time. It's been great. Like, Y'all keep going. Much appreciation yeah. without a doubt. And I think the ending note will be, be yourself, invest Become. in yourself, and also consider with that yeah. fan, your mental health. Go to the website, ImaniVansApp.com. I sell products, and I need you all to support us. I'm an independent yes. content creator. This is how I make my money. This is how we eat. So ImaniVansApp.com. I have a lot of beautiful things out there. Bags, fans, cups, mugs, coasters, everything. Thank you so yes. much. Thank you so Imani. much for having me. Yeah. Thank you, everybody. I hope to come back. Me, your nephew. Let me know oh. when. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> I definitely... We got both of them over. I want to yeah. interview <laughs> nephew for sure. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. He'll be, be more than happy to come out here. <laughs> yeah. I'll we let him know tonight so when I get back. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Question of Mind live on the Radio Free Brooklyn. Bye. Bye. Bye.